Tony Silvera, I welcome you to my evening devotional. On tonight's episode, we're going to see what happened with the Messiah being born, being born of a woman. This is a brand new series on prophecies of Jesus Christ. Some say that the Old Testament contains over 400 prophecies about the coming of the Messiah. Others place the number at around 300. This number may be correct, but I will teach you about the most relevant ones on this series of my evening devotional. So keep with the series and you will learn how Jesus Christ perfectly fulfilled these prophetic writings of the Old Testament. The odds of that happening are just incredible. A mathematics and astronomy professor Peter W. Stoner, Stoner uh, said that chances of just eight of these prophecies uh, coming to pass uh, over one individual are one, to the pot uh, one in ten to the potency of 17 or a hundred with 15 zeros. That will be equivalent, just to give you an idea, to cover the whole province of Texas with silver dollars two feet deep and expect a blindfold man to walk across the whole state and on the very first try find one coin you marked. This is like the province of Ontario with a measurement of uh, a feet and a half, or Quebec, about uh, one feet, one foot of uh, depth of coins. And imagine the whole province covered. So the first prophecy in this series is that the Messiah will be born of a woman. Now, this odd is one that self-eliminates since everyone is born of a woman. But we will still start the series of prophecies with this foundation. Now, in the Old Testament prophecy in the book of Genesis, after the incident of sin, of fall, the fall of man, in Genesis 3.15, God said, I will put enmity between you and the woman, between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise our head and you shall bruise his heel. This was the punishment given to Satan or to the serpent at the time. So after the fall of mankind uh, by Adam and Eve's sin, God had to establish these new rules. There's a new environment. And uh, uh, he decided what will happen between the guilty parts of this act of disobedience. So he said, this is going to happen with your offspring. So the language is mysterious and uh, it's illustrated by this image of a man stepping on a serpent, crushing its head, and at the same time receiving a bite on his heel. 
Now, from the moment this uh, proclamation uh, was made, uh, the clock was set waiting for the one who would crush the devil's head uh, to appear in, in the world. Uh, the offspring, so this mysterious offspring that then is named uh, by uh, Jews as the Messiah. They, they say it will be the Messiah. And the question among Old Testament scholars is, who is this offspring? Who is the offspring? And today we have a large people that consider Jesus Christ to be the one mentioned by God in this prophecy, but there is also a large group of people that do not agree with this, namely Jews, Muslims, and others that are still waiting for the offspring or the Messiah. Uh, in Matthew 1, 20, uh, the Gospels say, But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. We know the story of Christmas and Nativity. We know that um, uh, here Joseph is named son of David, but Jesus will be named son of God because the miraculous birth of Jesus caused him to be God's offspring of the woman. Since uh, Joseph is son of David, but Jesus is the son of God. Also, scripture in the New Testament talks about the fullness of time fulfilled. In Galatians 4 and verse 4, it says, But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law. This is the Messiah. This means that when God has planned it, things happen when they are supposed to and nothing ever catches God by surprise. In the right time, Jesus came as the offspring. In the Old Testament, there were many prophecies that pointed to the coming of the Messiah. The one thing that was evident, however, is that no one knew when that exact moment would come, thus being the reason why some people are still waiting for the Messiah. The aspect of crushing the head of the serpent is also interesting. The, uh, test, the, the Greek word rendered as crush in Genesis 3.15 and uh, the Hebrew Counterpart, Sintribo, uh, means to break the power of, deprive of strength, debilitate, debilitate. It can also be translated as crush or bruise. Uh, plainly what God is saying is that Satan will be put down. The woman seed, the Messiah, will bruise his head. And the Hebrew word here to bruise, Kamal, uh, means to slay or kill. When a person's head is bruised in this way, uh, it's a, a killing blow. He dies. Uh, while the same blow on the heel, it's a blow that causes pain and damage, but not death. 
God's curse on the serpent signals what the ultimate end of Satan will be. He will be destroyed. In the book of Revelation, on uh, chapter 12, it shows someone who is called the dragon and also the ancient serpent who is called uh, the devil and Satan. And the woman in Revelation 12 is fighting the serpent. On this prophetic scripture, it's like Jesus and Mary are on the same team for crushing the head of the serpent. And so this is the prophecy, the first uh, prophecy in this series uh, that we learn about the Messiah. And we're going to continue uh, seeing many more prophecies that point to Jesus as the offspring or the Messiah. This was it for tonight. I hope you enjoyed this devotional. If you did, please give it a thumbs up. And if you're on YouTube here under the video, please click the red button that says subscribe. This will greatly help this channel. Let me conclude by praying for you. I pray that God will reveal himself, that you will not be in ignorance of who Jesus is, and that you will receive the blessings of the Messiah in your life. So God, I pray for my friends watching my evening devotional tonight. I pray, Lord, that you will bless them with a revelation of your glory, a revelation of who you are. And in Jesus' name, that this will change their lives forever. Amen. God bless you. You can uh, check uh, this and other devotionals on Substack, which is the platform uh, where I keep uh, all my evening devotional archives. And over there, you can subscribe so you'll receive uh, the outline of these messages where you can uh, study these subjects. You can also get the audio file and the video file on the same uh, message. Uh, I hope you will be here again tomorrow at 9 p.m. God bless you and have a great evening. Mm -hmm.